Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to educate you today about the the many exciting facets of dieting. Uh, So many different programs out there and with the holiday season upon us, many of you have begun to ask us questions about uh, once I'm done with eating incorrectly for these holidays, no, they don't start it out that way. They actually uh, want to know what the best diet is for weight loss or to help maintain their slim figure during these holidays. How can I be young, rich, and good looking in three days with no effort? There, something, something just like that. Yeah. Uh, and that's what we should also say. You know, these are not a magic pill, which everybody generally looks for is the magic pill to weight loss. Um, but these are lifestyle changes, and Dr. Lewis is going to talk to us today a little bit about all the different varieties of diets that are out there, because many of you have heard of uh, of some of the other ones, like paleo, you know, it's the big one now, but there are many out there, and Dr. Lewis is going to cover a few of those for us and tell us what they all have in common or not in common, and which way is best for you. And then we have some questions at the end from some of our loyal customers, clients, fans that uh, <laughs> would like our opinion about some of the subjects that they've asked about. So stay tuned, hold on to your seats, and get ready to lose weight. With that, Dr. Lewis, please educate us. As long as you're not losing interest, we're good. Uh, this all started from a question one sweet lady asked me uh, about the carnivore diet. And uh, I thought I'd start with that. Um, It would not be my choice. And there is a very interesting article. And the the guy that did it is Ryan Munsey, M-U-N-S-E-Y. Look it up. It's worth worth looking at. And uh, Janet and I have been on his podcast. He's a really wonderful guy, motivational guy, and really in good shape. And he, he... Asked my opinion about what uh, labs he should do just to measure it. And one thing I like about Ryan is that he tried to measure results in different ways. And that's where some people get in trouble. They say, well, I did this and I lost weight. Well, that does not imply good health. Now, Ryan added lab work, which I think he's a brilliant young man. And he did uh, uh, comparisons about what he could do with workouts and weights and and it got better on the carnivore diet where you just eat uh, basically all you eat is uh, animal products and some people will add dairy and butter to that because technically it is animal and uh, maybe a little salt and pepper for flavoring and and i think the only thing ryan did that wasn't uh carnivore or wasn't animal product was coffee so, so when you say animal product, are you talking about just strictly eating meat? Yep. Wow. All, all the time? Nothing else? Yep. That's it. Aren't there people out there with bad gallbladders and things like that that might have an issue? And that's one of the many things I love about Janet is because she thinks a little bit further. And, and you know, where some people say, well, I lost weight. It's like, well, you could sniff cyanide and, you know, eat tapeworms and lose weight. Or you could cut your leg off and lose weight. She thinks the other, you know, several steps through. 
Uh, she's as smart as she is pretty. Um, I'm just thinking some of those trains may not come through at a rapid rate if you've got all meat, because meat is really hard to digest. Well, and, and that's a good point, especially people with gallbladder problems or lack of gallbladder. And, and that was another question that uh, Brandy and I were just talking about. You need good digestive enzymes. My favorite is orthodigestime. I'm jumping the gun talking about products because it has ox bile in it. It has an incredible amount of protease, which digests protein. The old product we used, which was very, very good, had 200 units for protein digestion. And the new orthodigestime, I forget how much it has, but it's, I think, several thousand times that. Uh, so, yes, that, that helps to break down the meat, that and the betaine hydrochloric acid. That's why it's important to get your lab work and look at the chloride and the sodium and potassium and see the ratios there. Uh, I personally do not think that's a really good diet because it's hard on the kidneys. And, again, that's why you need to do lab work. So Ryan Munsey was very intelligent when he did the lab to see what was going on and you know, there were some things on his lab that I would have addressed, uh, liver enzymes and low white blood cell count, but he didn't ask me about that. He just asked me what uh, should he check on lab to make sure everything's going good, and he, he did that, and he could lift more weight, and his lab, uh, I mean, his chance of heart attack and stroke was very, very, very low, so that's inflammation. His cholesterol looked good. Believe it or not, the people who have bad cholesterol, the ones that eat too much sugar, which we're going to talk about, and, and carbohydrates that turn to sugar. So carnivore diet, not my favorite, uh, but not necessarily a bad thing if you're checking on it. Uh, as Janet said, paleo is the rage. Well, now keto is kind of knocking that down some, too. Now, paleo is a little bit higher protein, where keto is higher fat. My personal preference is keto with the higher fat. And again, like Janet's question, you really need to take digestive enzymes and probiotics are very, very important, although they're not really interchangeable, although they do overlap a lot in what they do. You need both, and that's for sure. Um, Paleo... Again, there's not that much different between all these diets. Most of them say quit eating processed foods. And I'm talking about diets like the Mediterranean, South Beach diet, the I can do this diet. Uh, let's see, I think of a bunch of them. There's a the fat Med- switch. Mediterranean. Fi- why we get fat and what to do about it. Uh, fat chance is a really, really good one. Um Licking Sweet Death by Hugo Rodier is really good. Life Without Bread. Uh, Grain Brain, I could go on and on and on. But um, And I've read, I read dozens, uh, well, maybe not dozens of diet books per year, but I've read several dozen in the last few years. So just to say why I think the paleo slash keto is the good thing, because in all the studies they've done that I've read, um. <clears throat> there was twice as much weight loss on these diets, which would include Atkins. And they poo-pooed Dr. Atkins, and bless his heart, he didn't get vindicated until after he had died, and that was from a fall. It wasn't from eating his diet. Uh, <clears throat> the, um, the other thing is, and you're going to find in our newsletter, we're going to talk about 
your attitude and what you speak has a lot to do with your outcome. And a lot of people shoot themselves in the foot just by having a bad attitude and speaking negative thoughts. Um, but you, you, low carb doesn't necessarily mean low cholesterol, although usually after a while, after the cholesterol goes up, it begins to go down. And we've done labs on dozens and hundreds of people that are doing paleo, uh, keto, and vegan. Um, So if you're eating saturated fats and cheeses, butter, bacon, uh, cholesterol only goes up temporarily. And if it stays up, then you need more, better, different digestive enzymes. So don't worry about the cholesterol. There's plenty of books that talk about it. Cholesterol lie, cholesterol hoax, cholesterol myth, cholesterol clarity, on and on and on. <clears throat> so eat a lot of meat, fish, eggs, cheese, and cream for 30-something days. And then after about that, then uh, the cholesterol begins to go down. Um Olive oil is really good. Nuts, and I'm talking about the fats that are in these uh, things. Uh, avocados are really, really incredible. Generally, will lower your cholesterol and, and helps prevent uh, the clogging through atherosclerosis. And it's one reason is because of the good fats. The other reason is because it's full of antioxidants. Um, most saturated fats are really not bad like they said. And the most important, I think, fat that you can consume is the omega-3s. And the easiest way to get that is through fish oil and or krill oil. You do have to be a little bit careful because I've said before, most of these things are caught in Central and South America and shipped to Sweden and Norway. And that's the way it comes from Sweden and Norway. And it's pretty yucky by the time they get it there, and they clean it up with uh, chemicals. So be careful of your source. Um, the The real problems in America, and I'm going to go over and over and say this in other words uh, many times, the problem is corn, soy, and wheat. Uh, these are not very nutritious uh, I'm not even an anti-salt kind of guy. I'm anti-table salt. We use Mediterranean or Celtic sea salt, Hawaiian sea salt, because it has a better mineral profile, and it's not heated to the 1,200 degrees that they heat it, uh, which changes the chemical structure of it. Uh, so, And then when you're eating all this meat, you, you're really best to get a grass-fed beef, for example, not grass finished because when you get grass finished they fed them on these genetically modified corn and sorghum and uh, wheat and soy and then the beef chickens eggs etc what they'll do they'll have high levels of omega-6 fatty acids which can be uh, very inflammatory and lower in the omega-3s which are anti-inflammatory um, there's just so much. I, I'm going to go over and over and, you know, hopefully not bore you too much. But I, I personally think eating fat is the way to go. I'd go higher fat and lower protein. Uh, the thing that kills people is that they lie to themselves. And I hear it every day. I really good. And y'all folks that are not from around Texas or the South, so you forgive me for saying y'all but i hear this every day 
but I eat good. And I'm thinking in my head, no, you don't, because nobody can. Now, some of us eat better than others, and I certainly pat you on the back and give you credit for that. But the thing about it is, when you're eating corn and soy, oh, they just came out and said soybeans actually really do increase the risk of breast cancer. Yeah, well, they promoted the one study that said it didn't. I'd be careful with soy. Now, you can extract some good nutrients out of the soy, but soy protein I avoid like the plague. Uh, High fructose corn syrup is probably the worst thing in our diet. The number one uh, source of our sugars, which is fructose, is corn syrup. And that's not a good thing because it is genetically modified. Uh, The 800... Now, it's 600,000 industrially processed foods are full of the hydrogenated fats, which are bad, 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 and the high fructose corn syrup. And then 80% of those have added sugar. So when you put bad sugar and hydrogenated fats, that you know starts a chemical reaction. That's one of the major things that creates inflammation and causes the cholesterol to stick. And that's why cholesterol got a bad name. Cholesterol's not bad. There are bad parts of the cholesterol. And the average American eats about a pound a day of sugar and flour. And flour turns to sugar real, real quickly. Plus, it's got four to 40 times more gluten than it used to. Um, so... The, the increase um, in the sugar <clears throat> from the promotion from uh, big companies like Cargill and Monsanto, this increase in sugar correlates perfectly with the obesity epidemic. Pay attention. <laughs> uh, sugar is actually the main cause of heart disease. It's not cholesterol, folks. Uh the ones that have the highest intake of sugar have like a 275% risk, increased risk of heart attacks. And the ones with the lowest in, uh, intake of sugar have the lowest risk of heart attacks. So don't think fat. Fat's been demonized very incorrectly. It's really sugar and carbs. And that's why I like the paleo, uh, keto, Atkins type diets. And again, in every study I've ever read, the keto, Atkins, paleo, the higher fat diets are always the ones where you lose twice as much weight as the ones that says eat whole grains. No, don't do that. And Janet and I ate grain in Europe and in China, and it was different, but they farm it differently there. Uh, It's not genetically modified, or at least not to the same degree that it is here. So, folks, get active. You know, call, write your congressman. uh, Join groups like, uh, say, the Environmental Working Group. They can kind of keep you posted on what's really, really going on. Uh, And I just tell my patients, you know, grab a good book on keto. There's a lot of them out there. Uh, Of course, uh, Drew Manning's our favorite keto guy. Ryan Munsey, I think, did a good job with the carnivore diet, although I don't think he stayed on it. Uh, but look up that article about Ryan Munsey. It's pretty interesting. Um, high fat always does better. And, and these are studies like from American Medical Association. Uh, 
you know, they're, that's not my opinion. This is research I read, and then I remember, you know, big parts of it. So uh, other causes of obesity, and, and I have to counsel my patients on that, it's uh, nutritional imbalances because you're getting a lot of calories, but you're uh, overfed and undernourished, and that's why I think the supplementation does a really, really good job. The gut microbiome or the probiotics, uh, the imbalances there, it's, it's, there's some incredible research. Uh, my latest book I'm reading is called 10% Human. You can get five or ten pages into that and go, holy God, it, it's a very interesting book. Uh, inflammation, which I talked about, the wrong kind of fats and maybe too much protein, and the messes with the immune system and can actually create autoimmune diseases. How many of you out there have an autoimmune disease? I hate to say it, but it's getting much, much more prevalent, or God's sending more and more people with autoimmune problems into us it's it's amazing and and the results we're getting are incredible including uh little girls with no hair on their well boys too with no hair on their head and it's growing back uh you have environmental toxins as poisoning uh your metabolism that was even uh one of the things that scrolled by this morning on good morning america is uh some of the toxins in your soap and toothpaste and shampoo is causing early puberty in little girls and it's the exposure while they were in the uterus so folks the toxins are real and you've got to take enough supplements to let your body detox which is going to tie into you know one of the questions we had then you've got hormone imbalances and trouble with your energy production which is going to be outlined with what Janet's going to tell you if you want to lose weight the meal replacement that's that's going to be a good thing um, <clears throat> but you know there, there are some differences like Japan only consumes about 15% of their calories as fat and yet they're not overweight but Mediterranean co- cultures consume about 40 percent fat and then there's a lot of different island people and some uh, i think it's maasai warriors consume almost all saturated fats but they don't have a high rate of disease like obesity heart disease diabetes cancer and dementia so folks it's not the fat forget it you know eat your butter and olive oil etc 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 so i'd like to kind of get maybe a little bit into uh, the questions. Is that time, Janet? I was going to tell people about the glycema core that you mentioned. Yes, that's an awesome, awesome product. Well, so so many people say, I don't know what to eat, I don't know what to have for breakfast. Um, well, Dr. Lewis gets it. Yes, Dr. Lewis does get it. Because Janet makes sure I get it. Yes. Um, we have a, you know, a lot of these powders that, people carry when you get them i mean the bottle looks great then you get it home and you taste it and it's like yuck uh don't want it not gonna have it um we are a little bit well we're real loyal to orthomolecular because of their quality and integrity and the extra effort that they go through to make sure that they put uh, the good ingredients in and their, make it good tasting. Their byline is efficacy matters, but they prove it. Their amino acid profile in this glycemic core is absolutely holy cow wonderful. 
But it helps. Um, we, we're particular. Uh, the one I like the best is vanilla chai because I'm not a big chocolate fan, but they do have it in chocolate. That means I'm the female because I like the chocolate. He still gets the vanilla, though, because I'm making it. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, honey. <laughs> but basically, it helps with blood sugar. It can be one meal replacement, which we we do that for breakfast in the morning, and it does work. It's like you're not really hungry. Lowers my uh, cravings for sugar too yes um but it just tastes really good so it, it, i always think of it kind of like a, a starbucks latte uh, the vanilla latte it tastes a lot like that um which that's probably very hard for you to believe because like i said a lot of these products do not taste good when you get them but this one does you could put it in um like coconut milk would be really great um, almond milk. I, I'm just more of a fan of the coconut, but um, that's one one thing that we mentioned because it does have so many uh, weight loss properties to it, and then the protein will sustain you, so you can make it longer without having to eat your arm off by the time you go to lunch. So um, it, anyway, it's called Glycemacor, and that's and that's my uh, my product for today. The the other thing that I wanted to mention. Um, We've had, like Dr. Lewis said, we had some questions come in, and one of the questions was, um, well, what does it cost, you know, because, you know, we always tell people do lab work, because the other part of your weight loss journey or diet, um, none of that is going to work like it's supposed to if your lab values are off. And you're going, well, what do you mean my lab values are off, because my doctor told me my lab looked great. And he probably did. Out of the one to three panels that he ran, it probably did look great. But is it in optimal range? And when people are trying to lose weight or they're having issues, hair falling out, um, just a, a variety. We, we, we've had a, a, a whole flood of people that have that in the last two or three months. That's why we mentioned that. It's been dozens, literally. Right. Um, we always tell people, we'll run the lab panel to see what's going on. Um, the one that we are partial to is the comprehensive lab panel because it has uh, 13 different tests in it with 101 biomarkers in it so that lab um, we do it at cost so that we're not guessing at what's going on with your health and we can logically basically realistically send you to any uh, quest lab draw station across the United States so that you're not having to come see us in Texas and we go over those findings with you on the phone and um, it basically takes the guesswork out of why you can't lose weight. There's uh, cortisol, you know, which is a big one that's on there that people don't realize is important for weight loss. There's thyroid, five different parts of the thyroid on there. Um, there's digestion. You know, Dr. Lewis always talks about proper digestion we can see whether you are assimilating what you're having or not because you can be doing doing the best diet in the world and it may not work because you can't break down what you're having. Yeah, so, it's not what you put in. It's what you actually assimilate. So, and then, you know, the question comes to us. Oh, and that includes a complimentary consultation with Dr. Lewis. And that lab panel runs, uh, if you bought it through your doctor, about 3500 to $4,000. Uh, right now... It the price on it is two ninety eight. So it'd be a great Christmas gift for someone that you care about that you want to see get well in the family. Buy them a lab panel, and you can do that on our website at greenwisdomhealth.com. And then they get to speak with Dr. Lewis. They get a functional medicine report. They get a supplement recommendations of where to start getting well. 
which the question was, is after getting your blood uh, tested, Brian wanted to know and receiving the results, what is the cost range of the supplements? And that's a great question because uh, I have about 400 different products in this store. And if everyone was the same, we wouldn't need all 400. So the lab helps us determine uh, a, did you get a bunch of genetic weaknesses where you have to take more things? Or do you have a really strong system and you only need a few things? So there's really no way for us to say, hey, this is the amount. But we can tell you that what we give you on the sheet, you can do as little or as much of it as you want. And we have people go, hey, my budget's uh, you know, $150 a month. Whatever, we, whatever your budget is, yeah, we, we, we work help, with that. We help you get into that budget, but at least you're not guessing, and you know exactly what products are good for you. We have many people that start off with some of the things, and then as they can afford it, they add in some others because uh, it's kind of like going to the grocery store. When you first start cooking, you don't have any of the ingredients that it takes to make a recipe, so a recipe costs you a whole lot more at first because you're buying all these ingredients. But as you have some of the ingredients, the second time you make the recipe, it doesn't cost as much. Right. And that's the same way with the nutritional supplements. So, some of them run out differently than, than others. So it's not what you know, it's what you do. And, you know, one of the reasons I, I briefly, I want to tell you why you need supplements, because 1930-something, uh, U.S. Senate Document 264 said uh, – there's not enough minerals or certain nutrients, and you, we're being starved no matter how many we eat. And there's uh, the agricultural soils in the United States and Canada uh, have lost about 85% of their mineral content. Uh, the soils were down 76% in South America, and we get a lot of things from there, too. And uh, there's nutrient depletion studies done over and over and over again. It is not the quantity of the food. It's the quality. And I won't go too much into it, but, I mean, it's down a bunch. And we got a couple other questions I'd really like to uh, give an answer to. Okay, we have Tricia that says, I'd like to hear how calcium supplements aren't necessarily as good as they have been touted for bone health. Hi, Tricia. I love talking to this lady. Specifically, how can it build up and calcify in the heart? Well, it's not just the heart, but again, it goes back to the inflammatory markers. And I personally don't think you should ever take calcium without taking magnesium. Uh, because people come in and say, well, my doctor told me just calcium. I said, yeah, well, that's kind of like elementary school. You need magnesium. You need phosphates. You need MSM. You need uh, boron. You need vanadium. You need strontium. And we actually have a bone morphogenic protein that uh, I've got little brittle old ladies that are coming back with better scores um, for their hip and lumbar spines. But why it calcifies in the heart, that's inflammation. I think people should get a coronary calcium score. They're relatively inexpensive. And the most important thing is take vitamin D with K. That's very important. D mobilizes the calcium, but if you don't have K, you just get a whole bunch of calcium with no all dressed up, no place to go. So thank you, Tricia, for that. We also have Richard that wants to know his wife has always had migraines. Anything on that? Also, what to take to help after she takes the migraine pill to get the body back in shape? Usually it's uh, magnesium um, and 5-HTP to create serotonin, although it could be so many other things. Uh, 
it could be needing to be adjusted. You know, I'm a chiropractor, so I always think in that term. And, and the thing about it is, maybe, Richard, have you ever thought you're a pain in her head? I'm just teasing. Uh, Janet says I'm a pain sometimes to her, but not in her head. And then we have another one from Kelly. Kelly said, I have, I know you've done a few podcasts on liver cleansing and detox, but has there been one directly related to detoxing after major surgery? She's actually um, in the hospital now and wants to know how, what she can do to get over them getting her well, basically. Yeah, right she's now. she's all dressed up in a hospital gown with no place to go. I appreciate the question. And we're dealing with this with a lady that's been a patient for 35 years here. And, you know, one thing you've got to do is you've got to increase kidney and liver function so they can detoxify. We do have specific products for that to get out the uh, toxins, necessary toxins, you know, from the anesthesia and the antibiotics. You've got to load, 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 load your body up with probiotics. Uh, Liposomal C is very, very important in that. We... We do have things that uh, have glutathione or even the precursor to glutathione that can grab those uh, nasty chemicals. But it takes, I've read, two months to two years to re-inoculate your gut and get it established with good probiotics. So we've got the ones that can do that. And uh, I'd say vitamin C and collagen uh, would be very, very incredibly important. Uh, What about the probiotics to clean them up? Well, we've we've got one that's two hundred and fifty billion, although it's made at four hundred plus. We got one that's three hundred and fifty that's made at six fifty. I tell people as well, they're relatively expensive and, and I've had people say, Doctor Lewis, this is the only reason I've lived, you know. My mother went into septic shock and this is the only thing that made her live. I said, Well, okay. Yeah, we actually pulled one lady out of that twice. Yeah. She, they put her in the hospice and said she was septic and said she was go, going to die. And and the lady came down here and got our, oh, my God, probiotic. Her, her daughter did. and uh, Yeah, not the, yeah, the daughter's late. The, the lady's daughter, geez, I'll get it out. Uh, and she bought a round of it twice, and both times it pulled her out. And now she's out driving a car again. So no hospice for her and no funeral planning. So that was a great holiday present. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there are things you could do to clean all of that up and get well. But um, we hope that you have learned something again on our show. We hope you've learned about what diet might be good. We hope you know Dr. Lewis likes to read, so maybe you should get a book so uh, you can read too and figure out which way you want to go. And as always, we are here to help you. Uh, If you have questions like many of these people do, you can always uh, join Shooting Straight with Dr. Lewis on Facebook. It is a closed group. But he is willing to accept you because you listen to our show. So just uh, send him a request on Facebook. And uh, we hope you guys have a great week. And we'll be here next time with another exciting episode.